bogus listeners thanks for tuning in to this episode of the forever bogus podcast and it's your boy your best friend from the past that had all the tmnt vhs tapes b-boy bogus bryce and as you can hear i'm flying solo today j-dog your favorite rapper from the middle school lunch table will not be joining us today but don't worry i want to keep you entertained trust me you're not going to get bored during this episode That is because we are revisiting our Best Of series. We had a great reception for our last Best Of Toy Talk that we decided we're going to revisit that topic specifically. So on this episode, we're focusing a bunch of clips about toys. It was an absolute pleasure collecting all these clips. You know, going back and listening to all these old episodes and finding exactly the right spot to clip it. It was was great going back down memory lane. It's interesting that I could be nostalgic for something that just happened a couple years ago. I love that. I just absolutely love the feeling of nostalgia. And so our longtime listeners may recognize some of these clips and it may bring some nostalgia to them. Everyone owned some type of toys, whether it was an action figure or a play set or even a video game console. I consider that a toy. Why not? So prepare yourself for that amazing nostalgia. And let's jump into the best of Toy Talk Part 2. I didn't get many toys growing up. So I, and I mean, no exaggeration, just, well, I grew up pretty poor. And I remember at one point I recognized that and basically just stopped asking for toys. So I quit getting toys for a long time. Um, But... You make an interesting point. Once I was in high school and I was making my own money, I was buying skateboards, which isn't far yeah. from toys. Um, no. I, I remember doing things like building up go-karts with my dad. Like, that was my toys. Okay. So, maybe that that kind of thing. But as okay. far as, like, actual purchase toys, like, Kelly and I were talking about Toys R Us shutting down. I'm like, yeah, I never got to shop there. I never <laughs> – not Dang, until recently. Really? Yeah, man. Oh, I, okay. Growing up, just it everything in there is so expensive. I saw mm-hmm. somebody somebody bought a million dollars worth of toys, Toys R Us toys. Wow. Somebody had posted it and memed it, and it was like, oh, so they got four toys. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's all they were able to afford. <laughs> they are pretty expensive nowadays. Oh, man. Everything. And in there I don't is know, stuff. man. As 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 a kid, I owned a lot of toys. I was kind of a toy brat, and I totally took that for granted. Like I really, uh, I didn't really know that toy. I mean, uh, kids didn't have toys. You know, yeah. I. That's sad. I'm sorry that you didn't really fully get to experience that. It's quite all right. I experienced my friends' toys often. I mean, there okay. was always – so I remember, interestingly enough, when you don't have toys, you tend to make friends with a kid who has a lot of toys. Yeah, my buddy, that's the way to do it. My buddy Kyle Sillen. Um, good oh, friend. yeah, you brought him up before. Hey, good Kyle. Friend. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle Sillen, man. Good friend. I remember we would play video games. He had a Sega Dreamcast at one point. He had, like, every Ooh. console when it would come out. He had, like, wow. a mi- mini basketball goal in his basement that we would go play in. And <laughs> thanks, Kyle, for befriending me and letting me, you know, play with all your cool toys. Did you have one that maybe kind of stood out the most for as, you? As far as toys, 
Man, maybe like his Kinect sets. Nice, yes. Just because it was kind of the first toy I had seen that was like, oh, this isn't just a toy. This is like bigger than that. Yeah, you know, I mean. Uh huh. Yeah, it was, it was. You had to kind of like. You had to be like kind of an engineer. You had yeah. to like put things together, and you can make brand new things out of nothing. I feel like it, it might cool. be half of people that are like, "Oh, that sounds so goofy," and other people that are like, "Yeah, I feel that." I feel like, that yeah. a deeper level. <laughs> well, that was pr- probably connects. You had a lot more toys. Yeah, which you've already mentioned. But were you able to? Ha- did you have favorites? Like, what was your go-to? Uh, it was kind of hard. Mainly, my go-to's was pretty much any action figure that I have, which pretty much only included. Power Rangers, Batman, and Ninja Turtles. You didn't oh, have Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles, figures. exactly. And again, oh yeah, I had a shit ton of Ninja Turtles oh, figures. That was most of my playsets too. And again, I had mo- I had most of Ninja Turtles toys. Okay. Now that I think about uh-huh. it, that's the only toy I remember having. But it just oh, it wow. transcends. It's something else. Yeah. I don't know what Ninja Turtles. Yeah, some, some of the small. I, I get it. What, yeah. What's Ninja Turtles? <laughs> no, it's I definitely had a lot everything. of Ninja Turtles. Maybe we need to have. An episode on Ninja Turtles. I think we should. I think it's actually on the list. It's on the schedule, I believe. If not, it's a bonus episode. It's happening. <laughs> Carry it on. Is. Okay. But I did have some playsets, but that's what I wanted the most. That's what I wanted to cover yeah. the most was playsets because there were so many cool playsets in the 90s. Like for almost any TV show or in toy line you could think of that had a, a cool playset for Yeah, that's it. what it was all about. It was. There was one, well, I want to ask you first. I want to ask you this question first. Was there one toy that you like begged your parents for but never received? No, this probably goes back to knowing and like recognizing that begging for something that wasn't okay. But I do remember the Ninja Turtle van, the, like turtle van that they oh, had. Yeah, the party Fuck. van. I wanted it so bad, and I think it shot out. I, I got it, but it shot out like oh, pizzas. Yeah? There was like a pizza shooter on it that would shoot. I, out. Yep, I have that. Oh, yes, man. yes. So, so cool. cool. They had all the cool like vehicles and play sets. But the one toy that I wanted so bad and asked for repeatedly but never got it was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Command Center. Oh man, you never had you never had one? Never got it. Damn. I still don't have it, man. Still don't. I don't know what the fuck my, my problem is nowadays. I've seen it on eBay and stuff, but they're just too expensive. What yeah, what do they go for on eBay? Uh, anywhere between a hundred, like, and two to yeah. three hundred complete. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. They, like in box, three hundred dollars. Yeah, but that's the, crazy. The graphics and everything for it just it just screams nineties. I want it still to this day. So there's a listener who's interested in sending me their own or a duplicate of their command center. Uh, reach me at forever.bogus.forever <laughs> at gmail.com. A duplicate of their center? Are they making clones? Hey, man. Hey man, they're making clothes nowadays. You could you, you could just print that. Yeah, three, just three <laughs> print, print it up, buddy. These toys that they were promoting for uh, for this this you know Casper film promotional piece was was uh, these rubber these soft rubber hand puppets um, that you can obviously wears your hand on your hand as a child as you, when you try to wear them as an adult it it Doesn't feels sort of wrong <laughs> it feels like you're doing something bad yeah um, but you know they were great well. puppets and you got casper and you got his three uncles and they all uh they had a great glow in the dark feature that was that's what sold it right there oh yeah glow in the yeah dark welcome to almost 1995. anything in the 90s yeah especially yeah. 1995 anything glow in the dark it was just booming awesome. It was on shirts. It was on shoes. Welcome, yeah, ninety five. If you have a yes. product, you, if you have a product you can't sell or you're unsure of, I turn it into glow in the dark. Yep, yep. you sold and, it. Yeah, and you got yeah. a winner. Um, Done. If 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 you got a product that you're pretty sure of, and you make a glow in the dark grand slam. 
you know, <laughs> knock, knock it out of the park. Automatic Grand um, Slam. Why is this your last pick, man? This is my last one because I love this Halloween commercial, and also I have I have a very personal story with these these, okay. these puppets uh, and this promo. So let me get into it a little bit. Anyway, this aired in 1995, and it comes with all those little tropes that we came to expect. Like I was speaking about earlier, there's lightning crashing. This one has got like some crows. That's my best crow. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, and so you get the good, the good echoey, reverby voiceover. There's a new spirit at Pizza Hut. <laughs> Boom! You know, Casper appears. He greets some of the kids coming in. Uh, super good. <laughs> uh, stinky and Stretch. Uh, two of the three uncles are wearing Pizza Hut visors. And they're acting <laughs> as I probably wouldn't. Yeah, hire them, but you know, they're acting as uh, yeah, exactly. They're acting as hosts. Uh, for the restaurant, and they're seating people. So you know, you got Casper floating around, and he's like, "Hey, hey, guy!" You know, the friendly ghost. Uh, and then you got his uncles, and they're they're hosting people, and uh, he's like, "Would you like the?" You know, they make a reference to something that you would only get if you're our age, which is the smoking and non-smoking section. And they go, uh, "Would you go for the living and non-living yeah. section?" Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey. I gotta give it to you. That was that was spot pretty good. On. Oh, that thank was you. Spot Very on. good. Thank you, man. I'll I'll do it again if I could make that magic happen again. But that might be lightning <laughs> in a bottle. Um, here's the here's the thing that I gotta get to. If okay. you buy any pizza or any Pepsi, you get that glow in the dark hand puppet for a dollar fucking forty nine. Yeah, dollar forty nine plus yeah. tax. No, here's the thing. I uh, I grew up in New Jersey, but I was born in in New York City, and um. So Staten Island to be specific, and uh, my parents are pizza snobs. Makes so, sense. Yep. So they like never really let me go to Pizza Hut as a kid. Like they would let me go, but I'd really have to make a stink about uh-huh. it. I'd really have to like make a shit fit. Okay, and I, you know I was talking about. It. So this Casper movie comes out, and for me. I was just the right age at the right time. I think we all probably were. It felt like I the, definitely was. It felt like the biggest fucking thing that ever happened. It did, especially and, that year. Oh god, nineteen ninety five, man. Oh yeah. So I Great begged, year. I begged and pleaded, and uh, I had, I had some, I had some weird mishaps with a Johnny Quest promo toy at Pizza Hut, where the commercial made the the toy look massive and bulky and cool uh-huh. and then you got there and he was actually like an inch and a half. Oh man. <laughs> so I, I, I was I was really like they zoomed in on him in that in that fucking commercial. Um but for this one, this Halloween promo, very spooky, they came through. These puppets were so premium, dude. They were made so well. I I mean I still have them, but there's so, it's one of those things that's so ingrained in my memory and my nostalgia deeper than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the smell of the puppets. I, it's, I oh, totally yes. know what you mean. There's something yeah. about it. It's this yes, weird kind 100%. of rubber, you know. Uh, but maybe do they still smell? Mine still smell. Mine, mine's losing it a little bit, and I'm I'm okay. thinking I need to get on eBay and get some steel sealed ones so it still has that yes. smell to it. <laughs> Only know? open it a little bit every year. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Just get like get, like get a, your fix. Yeah. Exactly, yes. exactly. Um, uh, anyway, the 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 commercial continues, and there's uh these kids now have the puppets, and they're boo. They're scaring the the teenage the, the teenage worker, dicks. and the teenage worker gives them this roll of the eyes <laughs> kind of thing. Because I don't know about you guys, but we've all had that kind of job at that age and and yeah. fuck everybody who came yeah. into yep. that store little tiny I'll, I'll do it really quickly a little bit about casper 1995 if you've never seen it it was the first ever film where the lead the main lead character was full cgi that was the first time that ever happened oh, yeah. and now oh, that's wow. that's that's almost 
common practice these sure, days. Yeah. Oh um, yes. The, that the movie is a gr- another great Halloween family film that I think needs to be on your playlist. If you have a playlist of commercials, add this yep, to yep. your commercial playlist. Um, yes. You've got cameo. You've got legit Ghostbuster cameos. Yep. Um, not even f- faked or phonied up. It's actually says stance on his on his uh, on his thing. You've got uh, Father Guido Cartucci, who is the SNL character. You've got a mm-hmm. Mel Gibson. You've got a Clint <laughs> oh, Eastwood. Mel Gibson. You've got a Rodney goddamn motherfucking Dangerfield yep. cameo in what? this film. You've got everything. I in forgot this film. about yeah. that. Before I send you off, I, I got one short uh, story that I will share <laughs> with my, my go for it. Man. <laughs> Here we go. Were uh, we talking about again? Ernest? The, no, 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 not Ernest. Not Ernest yet. I'm on the I'm on the I'm on the Anyway, so I got these line of puppets back in 1995. My my parents were pizza snobs because they're from New York City, and they they finally I begged them enough to let me go to Pizza Hut to get these fucking cool ass, weirdly dope smelling puppets. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I had them. I love the film. I love playing with them when I got home. One day, I I think it was in kindergarten at that time. Um. This girl impromptu asks our my kindergarten teacher if she can do a puppet show, and uh, my you know in hindsight, my, I like where this is going. In, in hindsight, my kindergarten teacher must have been like hungover and banged up the day before because she she let her do it. She let this girl okay. impromptu right. do a puppet show, and I loved just her. I loved toys. I love yeah, just her. I love toys. I loved puppets back then. I still love toys and puppets and shit. And I remember watching, and I had kind of had my arms crossed. And I was like, "This fucking, this sucks. <laughs> this really sucks." And, and then like she's doing it, and like she's not doing a good job, and she's she's hardly working the crowd at all. No crowd work. <laughs> no crowd. Control. And so I think to myself, like, "Oh, you know what? I just got those banger fucking Casper toys from Pizza Hut." I don't think I use those words, but <laughs> you know, you get the point. <laughs> Something so like that. Yeah. I said, "Tomorrow, I'm going to bring in my Pizza Hut." Casper toys. I'm going to reenact the whole fucking film for this class. Oh yeah, and they're gonna they're not going to know it hit him. Uh, so what grade was this? I'm this, sorry, this was kindergarten. Oh wow! And uh, so I I uh, tell my mom in the morning like, hey, um, I'm going to bring these puppets in, so I'm going to do a, I'm going to redo Casper for the class, and she's like, oh okay, you know, all right. And yeah. uh, so she can't find a bag to 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 give me because I guess I didn't have a book bag back in kindergarten or something like that. So right. she gave me a really big like six foot tall black garbage bag to carry in. So I'm, I'm, I'm dragging these th- these four puppets in this giant six foot, you know, whatever. So I get into the class. Oh my God. Miss Ronaldo, my teacher is absent today. Oh. And, and, oh no. and it was a substitute, which like never happened uh, at that age. And so I kind of really uh, quietly and nervously walked up to the substitute and said like, um, can I do a puppet show later? <laughs> and and she she looked at me with this fit like disgust on me. She was like, "No, no, what? what? No, why would you know?" And so I never got to do my puppet show. And and it was actually it was a, it was one of my first big shutdowns of life. Um, That's sad, man. And let's move closer to a toy that I don't think was specifically made as a gross-out toy, but ultimately, it's just disgusting. Oh, I like the sound of this! (laughs) (laughs) My next pick is the WWF Maximum Sweat Action Figures. Oh my god, these things! (laughs) 
They're, I can smell your B.O. Gross. <laughs> you know what's funny about this is like uh, I used to go to a lot of uh, small pro wrestling matches and stuff like that as a kid. Mm-hmm. And they always do like meet and greets after and stuff. I've I've touched a lot of pro wrestlers sweat and it's and I hate it. Me too. Just seeing it. I, I kind of hate it. I hate it. So these WWF maximum sweat action figures were created by Jax Pacific in 1999. And these figures resembled an an exaggerated version of the famous wrestlers from the WWF. If you take a moment, Google it, you'll see how beefed out they are. Like, they're kind of huge. They have all these veins popping out all over. They're way too muscular than they're supposed to be. It's really fucking weird. But if you look up the packaging, you will notice that the action figure comes with a bottle of official Federation sweat. Ugh. A bottle of sweat. You imagine? Official Federation sweat. So you know it's from all the wrestlers in the Federation. All their sweat. That's gross. I wonder who collects that. You walk around with a towel rubbing the... I feel sorry for that guy. (laughs) So if you look at the back of the figure, there's a hole that you can place the bottle in, and you can fill up the figure with the official Federation sweat. And then right above that hole, you have a button that you can press the figure will start pouring out all of this sweat. It's like in their their head, their hairline, in the back of their head, on their pits yeah. for some reason, in their belt line. So it's just like pouring out all this sweat from these these orifices. It's fucking weird and fucking disgusting. Whose idea was this? I have no idea. But apparently it was pretty popular because they put out four different waves of this. And I actually owned four of them. I, I, I had a few. I had Stone Cold... Triple H, uh, I think I had HBK, and I think I had Mankind. I own Stone Cold, Kane, of course, Undertaker, and The Rock. So for whatever reason, I thought these were pretty fucking cool. They're hard to categorize with your other uh, Jax WWF figures at the time. Yes, because they're so big. You wouldn't wouldn't imagine putting them in... uh, in the ring with with your other figures, yeah, they they have a mankind. I just looked it up too. Okay, for, very uh, good, very good. I wasn't for sure. So what I like about this toy is that you can take that bottle of a official Federation sweat, dump it out, and put whatever liquid you want in there. Uh, I have a funny story about that. Actually, while we're <laughs> on too. it, yeah, of course I do. A funny story about fucking <laughs> okay, everything. I want to um, know. <laughs> uh, I was really in. So when I was a kid, uh, I had. I was always into art my whole life, and uh, I had a, um, I had sort of this, uh, I forget what it's called, like sort of a soft crayon, um, and it was red, so I would use that to, and I called it the blood crayon, and I, I would, uh, <laughs> as I was playing with my wrestling action figures, I would mark their heads up with the blood crayon, and, okay, that's uh, crazy. and, it, and it wiped off pretty easily, that's why I used it, um, mm-hmm. so... Then these things came out, and I I had them, and I of course you know you try the sweat feature, and you're like that's cool, but like why? And then one yeah, night I sort of point? I sort of woke up from a cold sweat in my bed, like <gasps> I could put juice in there and it'll look like blood. <laughs> <laughs> Grab the Kool Aid, yeah, and uh, so sure enough, yeah, we put some Kool Aid in the in the sweat bottles and and made the characters pump out sweat. Which uh, led into this thing because um, at this time in wrestling, if you're not a wrestling fan, that's cool. Um, but there was a faction of wrestlers, a little group called the Brood, and they were yes. uh, vampires. And they had this whole gimmick going when they were being introduced, which was like a match would be happening and the lights would go out. 
mm-hmm. and then they would come back on, and you'd see two less two wrestlers uh, laying in the middle of the ring covered in blood, Just covered in blood. Yeah. So I already had the Kool Aid in the in the sweat bottle coming out of the wrestler. Um, <laughs> time to bring the brood on. Yeah, yeah. So I was going through this period of time where like I was. I'd be playing my wrestling action figures, and I'd turn the lights off to my room, and I'd take a mouthful of Kool-Aid, and I would spit them all over the figures, and then I would turn the, the light back on. And so, uh, What a sticky, disgusting mess. And I, uh, I had my cousin sleep over, and he was the one who had, uh, he had the Rude Ralph, and I didn't have it, and... Uh, just, but you had the maximum well, we sweat, had the maximum sweat figures. figures, and we were having like this epic pay per view with our action figures, and we're drinking Kool Aid and spitting them on the figures, and then getting the Kool Aid <laughs> in our hands, putting our hands in our mouths, and spitting all over the place, and and pour- you have the ball, yeah, we're having a good time, a lot of a lot of spitting out Kool Aid, and hand- it's really gross, and um, apparently all that spitting out Kool Aid, and then getting it on your hands, and then touching your hands, and hands in the mouth, and all the germs passing around. Uh-huh. Um, led to my cousin vomiting all over the place while I was asleep. Oh, oh shit. And I was so um <laughs> I was so tired from all that spitting out Kool-Aid that I didn't even wake up. So I oh, I wow. just woke up in the morning and uh, my cousin was gone. And I Oh, the brood got the him. Brood There's got blood him. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he threw up last night and I'm like, "Oh, I wonder why." He's like, he, "I wonder what happened." Guy, were you guys drinking a lot of juice? His throw up was red. And I'm like, "No." Oh no! <laughs> we weren't drinking it; we were spitting it. No, I didn't admit to it. <laughs> what a crazy story! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, here here are the WWF Maximum Sweat Action figures. They they're really at the time they looked cool as fuck, but realistically they were lame as fuck. These bad, bad boys, boys are all filled, filled up, up and ready, ready to explode. <laughs> The next one states, what toy line did you favor the most and or what toys did you want the most or never obtained? Got it. And the first one comes from Inflatable Couch Potato. They write, Star Wars toys were my favorite. I always wanted an easy bake oven, but I was afraid to act afraid to ask because I thought it was too girly. I can't relate. Never be afraid to eat desserts. <laughs> and I can relate to that. At Pandas and Burgers, Emily says, Oh man, I loved so many toys. I loved the painfully bright, kind of gross TMNT figures. Yes. The sparkliness of the treasure trolls, My Little Pony, Bitsy Bears, being able to dress up Barbie in any of the outfits I wish I had, but really <laughs> any kind of plush stuffed animal. Okay. I had an absolutely ridiculous collection and still have more than a 30-year-old sh- should own. Uh, <laughs> I always wanted a kitten surprise, but never got one. Oh, uh, man, that's great. Well, I hope, I hope like at the end of a Santa Claus with the wiener whistle, you someday get your kitten surprise. Yep. Someday soon. <laughs> yeah. Danny, uh, Daniels Miller, I'm going to say it my way, says, Legos! I really wanted the Fisher-Price Castle play set. Ooh, I had that yes, Fisher Price Castle playset. That thing is dope. I haven't thought about that thing in years. Wow, you took me back. Good job. I loved it. I would I would use it for any action figure. Like it would be yeah, a part it, of the playset for any of them. That became the Batcave for sure. Yes. <laughs> uh, at at Tapo Negative, Technodrome was my favorite. Uh, that is a really great Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles playset. Uh, Did you own it? Yeah, I owned that one. God, and you're lucky. Uh, 
Yeah, it's it, the thing is, it, I, I had so much uh, Ninja Turtles um, mm-hmm. as a kid that everybody knew me as a as the Ninja Turtles kid. So everything I got was <laughs> was related to Ninja Turtles for a while there. Uh, God, fantastic we would have been best friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Captain Picard says Batman returns Batcave. Cool. Yeah. Yes. We were just talking about that. You could spit your fake black blood all over that. Thing. Yep, there you go, baby. <laughs> Beautiful place. At tight underscore goat says Mighty Max. Oh, yeah. I had a, I had a couple Mighty Max sets. Really good. Uh, and actually, they're starting to make a bit of a comeback. You could still get them for pretty cheap now, but the prices mm-hmm. are going up. Yeah. See, I had, I think, two of the Mighty Max, and I lost all the figures instantly. They're too small. They go. Yes. They fit They fit too perfectly up your nose. There, there's got to be a Mustang, a black 95 Mustang riding around that still has my Mighty Max figures inside their seats, the back seat somewhere. <laughs> was that what it was? Uh, yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> At Sean2D2 says, Turtles Sewer set was my favorite, but... The Swamp Thing Swamp Trap was killer. Yes. Yes. The Swamp Thing toys in general were killer. They were awesome. They were really awesome, and, and that show was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, the, the theme song was a riff off of uh, Wild Thing. <laughs> Swamp yeah. Thing! Swamp Thing! You are amazing! <laughs> so good, but <laughs> such trash. <laughs> Rita might be PETA. Uh, Pokemon Yellow and Game Boy Color, if that counts. And I said that yeah. absolutely counts. It's the absolutely. first Pokemon game where you got to see uh, your character walk around, your main Pokemon walk around behind you. Yeah. Fucking awesome. I love that game. Spent many of hours on that game. Yes. And there were, they, the Game Boy Colors weren't backlit yet, so I spent a lot of time sitting next to the living room lamp playing <laughs> yes. that. Yes. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> Uh, at Burnt Texas Barbecue says Ninja Turtles van that shot pizzas. I yep. Yes, I remember this. This was kind of like a can thing. And that was had their, their main. Uh, the the I forget what it's called. The the title of it, but yeah, their main uh, van mm-hmm. w- oh, had had a pizza cannon. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, Royce Junction says real Ghostbusters proton pack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be all over that. My buddy had that when I was younger, and I was so jealous I did not have one. There's a picture of my wife uh, at, at three years old with one of those on. Nice. Very, <laughs> very cute picture. Yeah. <laughs> um, at Severn, hey, buddy, says puberty, of oh, course. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? What is the question again? You're making me confused. What toy line did you favor most, or what toys did you want never obtained? Puberty. Puberty. <laughs> Oh, never obtained puberty. Is that the idea? I get it. Uh, the Real the Beast Rabbit. Okay. Fisher Price Adventure Castle. Yes. The gray one. Yep, we were just talking about that. Was that the same? Okay, that's the same one. Yeah, that was they a also had popular a ship, set, too. Yeah, there was a ship, and the, the yep. figures that came with it were pretty cool. Yeah, they were small, but they were still a lot of fun. Uh, at Magnetic Magic Rentals. Hi, Eli. What up? Uh, he says Mighty Max and Micro Machines all the way. He loves the small little tech, the techie toys and stuff. Yeah, if you could fit them up your nose, <laughs> you could fit them down your urethra if you need to. That's uh, right. <laughs> wherever you want to put them. Uh, Max Gramata, Batman and the Batman the Animated Series Batcave. Mm, wow, that's yes. a good one. I love that one. It was huge. I preferred that to the uh, the film one. Mm-hmm. Seen, it was a little bit nicer. It was. Definitely was. And the last one is Brain in a Jar Collection. He says, Castle, Castle Grayskull. Grayskull. 
He also says, my older cousin gave it to me for Christmas along with a box of 80s toys as big as me. Damn, that's lucky. That is lucky. That's a big deal. I bet you that is probably one of your favorite memories. It is very iconic. Yes. Uh, And it remains very iconic, and it actually is becoming more iconic as time goes along. And uh, companies like Super 7 are creating the uh, pre-order-only Masters of the Universe Classics Collection. (laughs) They're very expensive, and it's hard to turn them up But they're rad. They're super rad. Yes. How about you, man? Do you have a toy that you favor the most? I mean, you said TMNT, but... Yeah, I was uh, very into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as a kid, and and even as an adult, kind of, um, you know, people know me as a TMNT guy, and I always Mm -hmm. get gifted TMNT stuff. Nice. Um, But I have uh, one of my fondest memories of a play set uh, is the Waterworld set. Um, What? Yeah. I did not know they had even... a line of toys. What? Yeah, they they had the boat and they had basically every character as a figure. And uh, huh. my grandmother had a nice big pool. And I remember as a kid uh, getting them all and uh, <laughs> spending a lot of time in the pool with with the uh, Waterworld boat. Yes. And then shit really hit the fan when uh, when Congo came out, and mm. uh, I had my crossover <laughs> war with Waterworld and Congo. <laughs> You better yes. watch out. That was de- that was uh, serious. Did business. you film that? <laughs> I did. <laughs> did you, are you did. serious? Yes. Oh my god! I want to see this, Jamie. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to share that uh, part of Please. me, but uh, yeah, maybe someday. I don't know. I, I might not be ready. <laughs> I'm shaking with anticipation to get to talk about the toys. Okay. Because fuck. You know what? That's a perfect segue. Fuck the plot. Who cares about that? Who cares about the animation? Let's talk about the toy line and all of the Street Sharks merch, man. Because this toy line was fucking great. You know, (sighs) right off of the wing. So you come off the wings of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We all know what those toys look like. Yes. And they're about four and a half inches tall, regular articulation, regular Mm -hmm. plastic. Earlier ones had soft plastic heads. Later ones had hard plastic heads. These street sharks, they wanted to make the skin like real shark skin. Yes. So they had rubber, rubber. exoskeletons yes. that really felt like shark skin. And, and like the oh. teeth were made out of hard plastic. So yeah. it, it, from top to bottom, these toys are rad. And they came out with like three or four different waves. And they had so many different, like variety of different toys. Like, for instance, they had hand sharks, were pretty much just like hand puppets. You remember those? Hand shark! Hand sharks! Hey, have you, have you ever seen the uh, 90s Toy Fair video of the street sharks? Oh, we're going to get into that. We're going to get okay. into that. Okay, that's, okay, okay. That's going to be like okay. my ending point. I, I didn't know if you'd ever seen it. It's really cool, and everybody okay, has to check cool, it out. Cool, so cool. we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Do you remember the mega 12 inch Ripster? That oh, also dude, spoke. Yeah. Holy crap. I forgot about this until I was just roaming through and I was like, holy shit. I I need that. Why isn't that in my life right now? Yeah, this is a dangerous <sighs> episode. <laughs> yes, it is. But yes, you're talking about the probably like what seven, eight-inch figures that had the rubber, the hard plastic. The packaging alone sold me. Do you oh, remember yeah. what the packaging looked like? 
No, it re- refresh me. I remember it being dope. So they're pretty much exactly. in cages. They're like in these plastic looking cages. That's right. Yep. I remember. And they're like now. kind of breaking out of it too. So kind of like Boglins a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yes, exactly. That's that's a good comparison. But they were so cool. Like they made me want to collect all the main characters and a few of the villains. That was really good toy making. I mean, because the thing was the packaging didn't have to be that cool. Usually no. you package something that cool when it's not that cool. So kids get tricked into buying it. Yeah. But the things inside were so fucking awesome. Yes. They, they were some it of the on all levels. Man, they were some of the coolest things of the nineties. Like I I don't want to be too sacrilege because I mean we haven't gotten into it too much in the show. Like in 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 the episodes I've been in the show, I am the earnest guy, uh mm-hmm. maybe eighties horror guy, guy occasionally. <laughs> but yeah. in my real life and in person to person, most people know me as the TMNT guy. Every yep. person Same gets here. me something TMNT related. So I don't want to be sacrilegious, yeah. but man, Street Sharks are pretty close to being cooler in my book. Especially the toys. The, the yeah. animated series is okay. Yeah. I'm glad that we're talking about this, but I mainly wanted to talk about the toys of how fucking jawsome they were. No, because they were so much... I mean, yeah, the, the animation is just, is another tool just to sell the toys. So, you know, uh, sometimes we got good ones, sometimes we got bad ones, but the freaking toys were like... <sighs> just so rad. Yeah. Oh, do you hear that? Oh, that's thunder that you're stealing. Why don't you go ahead and talk about the toy fair? <laughs> Please. Because uh, it's so good. Um, so there was this video that leaked... leaked yeah, it's not a leak. It was public. But uh, it kind of went widely forgotten about because it came out in an era pre-internet. Yes. And uh, But eventually somebody had discovered it and put it back on the internet uh, sometime <laughs> around 2010 or 2009. So... At the toy fair of whatever year, I think it was like ninety four, ninety five. They were they were demoing all these rad street shark toys. And who else did they have to uh, <laughs> Pre- demo these demo toys? It. A but- young, good looking. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. <laughs> Vin Diesel. You see and him playing with them. Correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been a while since I watched it. He's wearing a, a vest with no shirt under it. That's it. It's a black right, vest. Cool. cool. And a shaved head. Yeah. <laughs> he's not even he's, buffed out. He's a little he's like, check these out. And what's cool about it is he has on the table, he has bootleg TMNT figures. Yes, he does. And, he's, and they and look he's, cool. They look cool, and I think some of them are those bootleg ones that have the troll doll hairs on top. Yep. And he has the street sharks beating the shit out of them. (laughs) Yes, he's literally playing with them with his bootleg TMNT. (laughs) Please go watch this. Uh, I'm done talking about it because I don't want to ruin it for everybody. Yeah, no, it's it's literally one of the crowning jewels on the internet. Uh, It's Jossum! Hey there, Bogus listeners. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Bogus Cast. We will return to our typical Bogus antics next week, so make sure to keep your ears open and your eyes peeled. But not literally, of course. Always remember to be kind, rewind, and we'll all stay... We got the host, Rash Shoemaker, Nutty like they both candy bars, any takers, and Austin all the VHS tapes. I'm feeling really great, I'm hoping y'all great. Flea markets, yes, yeah, one for a nickel. Complain about Rwanda sounding like
Angelica Pickles Watching P&P, maybe Malcolm in the middle Sail on Gary the Snail Mr. McNeely, I hope one of these days You could bring me my mail Eat count, shock your little you hoover Oda pale ales Yo, I'm doper than diamonds I got my bling with sales Thinking I'ma get by the spot But still a prevail I got two rhymes For the VHS community Got some lunch meat for you Nimrods Rat game, Steve Jobs On that PG style and distant Eat my socks, ox Dragon slayer modified with lasers What we need right here is some good old taters Back to back clamshells of the Cape Crusader The one from the 90s as well as beyond You're an asshole if you play as a job And James Bond, y'all gone With that sheet, that wiggity rag Like soda, this flat is spilling right Into your lap, this sounds lousy Another episode featured on Boom Howdy And I'm outie Cause forever bogus Y'all should know this Forever bogus Y'all should know this forever bogus. Y'all should know this. This be the best podcast in the universe. This best podcast. I am being D-Bags. Am I right? Am I right? I mean, what do they know about their top 50 horror films? I know more. <laughs>